so excited to be doing this again and um, of course we took like a small break and now we're doing the episodes bi-weekly so that means that we have one week where there's just silence you know and then the next week we make some noise and uh, thank you for just tuning in I can see that um, the previous episodes it's as if like you're just like repeating repeating them whilst waiting for this one of course so I appreciate everyone who has been tuning in from the very first episode uh, if you are new here this is just a space for us to grow it's a space for me as the person who's just behind the mic right now speaking and also a chance for you the audience and we always say that growth is no destination just checkpoints so each episode is a checkpoint wherever you are right now in life wherever you are mentally just take it as a checkpoint sometimes you might be experiencing certain challenges sometimes it can also be a very very good checkpoint you know but i appreciate each moment because since it's not a destination it's a checkpoint it means that it's temporary so just be in the moment and the idea is to learn as much as you can from each checkpoint so um the episodes that we just be having we are focusing on mental health and specifically self-growth as well and we see like how the two can just um how we can blend the two one is a product of the other actually yes so uh anyways thank you again for being here if it's your first time welcome uh welcome to the nice archives uh, and um we just get straight into it since i know you've been really really waiting for this episode yeah so today we're going to be talking about uh overcoming obstacles you know so when it comes to overcoming obstacles usually it's a case of trying to see the obstacle itself and then how you can actually overcome it right so there are certain dynamics that are at play the first one is within the arena of the obstacle and then the second one there are certain power dynamics because to overcome something is like overpowering something right so do we find ourselves being overpowered by these obstacles or sometimes we find ourselves actually overpowering these obstacles so that's going to be today's uh episode what is going to focus on and i have some takeaways that you need to just like have at least uh by the end of the episode so that when you look at your life when you're reflecting right now what's happening what's been happening you can safely identify an obstacle and there is that external obstacle and then there's the internal one an external one whereby it can even be just the works of someone right 
how someone behaves around you that can be an obstacle uh, it can be an actual situation a financial difficulty that can be an obstacle but the idea also is not to get lost within the ambits of the obstacle with itself but to recognize it not as to own it but to recognize it so that you can find certain opportunities from there maneuver from there and then within the internal ones you observe that um certain things that you've been told as you grew up and certain things that you're constantly reminded of within the environment, within the space that you are in right now, right? You know, we, we always have words of encouragement that are being said to us. And then there are also words that are said about us, right? That place certain mental limitations, subconscious ones. Those can also be obstacles. So we just like dive into all of that and just look at it step by step and see how best you can actually conquer it. All right, so definitions. Let's start with obstacle. When you observe what an obstacle is, it is something that blocks one's way or it prevents or hinders progress. It's more of a barrier, right? And when you just look within the definition itself, it's quite special because it mentions progress. And then it mentioned, like on one side there is progress, and then there's something that's blocking that, and then you are standing on the other side, right? So... There's something that I wrote about in my book. Um, there's this part where you're trying to cross a river, right? You're on one side and you're trying to cross to the other. And what lies in between is a river. And this is quite a very shallow river, right? But... The moment you step in, you don't see the shallowness. This river contains your mistakes. It contains every regret that you can think of. It, it contains things that if they came to the light and people knew these things about you, people would start questioning every fiber of your being like, oh my goodness, right? This person is just like a walking lie, right? Like a version of fakeness just, you know, manifesting itself within this being. This is what we think that people will, will assume or will conclude after they, they find out these mistakes, right? If they find out what we have done or the version of ourselves that we were once, right? 
And so within that river, what paralyzes us is, is not the shallowness, because we actually don't really observe the shallowness of the river, but we observe the depth of the mistakes that we made. We observe the depth of the regrets of every negativity, right? So right there and there, you can observe that going to the other side becomes an impossibility, not because of the shallowness of the river itself, but because of what you see, right? Or what you perceive when you look uh, deep down in the waters. That right there is a barrier. Right there, that mental process that you're going through, thinking of what people will say after they find out about this or that, right? Or what's been done to you, where you made a decision where you thought it was okay at that time or you thought it was the right decision and things didn't really come out really great. And now you're within that framework. It's a mental framework where the physicality of the situation it's not as hectic as the mentality behind the situation if you understand that the physicality of the situation in this instance is the shallow river right those are like the physical attributes it has but the depth of the mentality is what you're seeing which is everything that you regret and uh, these, these mistakes and everything so that overwhelms you so it's what's happening within the mental faculties that overwhelms you not what exactly is within the physical space right so transmuting that to overcoming obstacles the first part you need to identify what the obstacles are you need to identify what the river is what the river holds right because without identification you can't maneuver right Go to a doctor and before they tell you that we have the best drug that was just like um, invented just a few weeks back, right? This one is the best of the best. But if they give you the best of the best flu drug, right? But you have a broken broken knee, that's not going to work because... Whatever the best of the best does not fit the context of your situation. The context of your situation required identification first, right? So identification is necessary for whatever you are going to do about it to fit within the context of your situation, right? So identify 
what exactly is limiting you. It usually lies within the deep mental spaces and it's only you who has access to this. It's you who has access to this space. Within that space, look at your daily routines, right? And then from daily, look at the weekly ones. And then look at the monthly ones. How you set goals and how it's easy for you just to be derailed. Sometimes by other people, but mostly by yourself. And then all of a sudden, you feel lethargic. You, there's, there's this um, element of lack of motivation. Is it that the motivation is not there? Is it that you just cease to become disciplined? Where did these obstacles come from? Without identifying them, you can continue repeating certain mistakes because you haven't identified what it is that obstructed you from becoming more, right? As we mentioned, as I mentioned rather, <laughs> the whole point of this episode, of this podcast, we're trying to trace this line of growth, right? Where we were, where we are, where we are going. And within tracing that, these are checkpoints. So the identification allows you to know what is your reality within this checkpoint. Because without the awareness of your actual reality, whatever you do afterwards or what you attempt to do, it fits within a certain bias, within a certain illusion. It's a veil of illusion because it, it does not really succumb to reality because it lacks identification. So... What exactly is obstructing you right now? When you think about it, okay, it might be a relationship that you want to partake in, right? And the other person is really keen and quite interested and quite interesting as well. But from your side, they, they, there's this wall, right? There's this fence that you've just like come up with, sometimes knowingly, sometimes not really knowingly. And it's obstructing intimacy because intimacy is a byproduct of, of trust, right? When there's trust, there is intimacy, but you can't build intimacy when there's an obstruction to trust. And usually what's an obstruction to trust is things that have happened before, right? So it's a, it's a tri-state thing where we have, we have before, we have now, 
and we have something that is to come, right? And the period now and what is to come is affected by everything that happened before. This is also part of identification. If you can identify the obstruction within these three states, you'll see that, okay, what obstructed me back then, if it continues, is going to affect my current space in this way. And in the future, these are the things that I will not be able to do because this obstruction or this barrier, if I don't work on it, if I don't deal with it, it will also obstruct me from having one, two, and three. That's the importance of identification. So going back to this uh, relationship example, or what might become a relationship at least, you observe that the obstruction itself is within your headspace. It's not the actual physicality of you dressing up and making effort, like going to that date, and or just like you putting out yourself out there to just like meet people. That part of physicality is quite possible. But sometimes it's really hard to just like get up and show up because there's something that's happening mentally. If you go back to that river, mentally you're still stuck in that river. Your feet, both of them are just like glued, you know, to the surface. And you're not realizing how shallow this river is. You're not realizing how shallow it is because you're thinking of how you were hurt in the past. How your own parents neglected you. How you grew up just wanting that warmth, but it just seems like every time you, you try to open your arms to welcome someone, you were just like met with a backlash. So you decided just to close your arms off like to anyone and everyone, right? And now that has become an obstruction. That has become an obstacle to be in a healthy relationship. Not even a healthy relationship, a relationship to start off with, right? So identifying what the obstacle is, is really important because you will see what, is, what it is is going to affect. The second part after identification, right? You're trying to assess, it's an assessment stage. And what exactly are you assessing? You're assessing the resources that you have to deal with the problem or the obstacle at least. When it comes to resources, 
I don't know if you knew about this, but you are your greatest resource. The reason for that is you know exactly where the obstruction is. You know what exactly the obstacle is, right? Maybe it's a case of not really getting a job. Maybe you need to upskill, right? So what's hindering you from progress is just this part. It can be a case of trying to get more sales, get more leads in your business. But what's obstructing you, the obstacle, for example, is just that you're not finding enough time to just sit and run those funnels, like run that good sales pitch structure, you know. So it's actually not about the sales speech, but it's actually about the time that you're lacking to have, right? So the more you give in and say, I'm going to dedicate enough time for this, the obstruction starts fading away, right? But how does it, uh, how does it fade? You are assessing the resources that you have. This can actually be your own talents, your own skills, but most importantly, your mental faculties, how you think. I did mention that when you talk about an obstacle, we're talking about something that blocks your way or prevents or and hinders progress, right? It's, it's more of like a barrier. And it's not like people don't have obstacles. By people, I'm using this broad term, what differentiates one person from the other is not the absence of obstacles, but it's how they think of the obstacles, how they observe and view the obstacles. Going back to how you think. So your brain right now is the first important resource. Everything that is material will materialize but now the first thing to actually deal with or to look into is your mental space your brain right as an as an asset as a as a resource so how you think about what's happening to you will affect how you react which will also lead to how more of that will happen to you, right? So, I'll go back to the relationship example. It's usually like better with relationships, you know, like most people relate to that. When you're in that state whereby 
there is this blockhead of intimacy whether it's within the um, the dating phase actually the dating phase doesn't even stop when you're in a relationship you continually date your partner right so let's say you're also in a relationship be it a marriage and certain parts of your past or how you're dealing with certain things continually affects what's happening in your present right look at how you think and how you assess every situation and how you react to that if your partner is being distant that's an obstruction to intimacy do you react by pointing a finger right or your reaction because there is already distance do you also react in a way that furthers the distance or you react in a way to bridge the distance because some of the way we react it creates even a greater obstacle to an obstacle that already exists because you haven't really taken time to use your mind as a resource for something positive so if you do not if you're not quite aware of this part then how you react to solve an obstacle can also create another obstacle the idea is to really assess how you react to situations are you going to say that it really takes courage because it's not something that you just wake up and say you know what i'm better I'm a changed person, right? I saw the light. To some extent, it might work a few days, but this is something that you grow into, and growing into something requires time. Growing into something requires nurturing. It's like you're you're, you're coming from this cocoon stage where there was the obstacle of the cocoon itself and then you break away from that and become this butterfly right so you identify that you are in the cocoon stage you identify that you need to do this to break away and then you identify that now you are a butterfly right that is the freedom aspect and in this instance freedom relates to awareness if you are aware about what's happening you are free because you can react in a specific and positive proper way that doesn't create more obstacles but rather breaks that barrier when you are assessing your resources as well you are the first greatest resource but you also need to have people around you no person is an island 
Maybe you've heard about this, right? Why exactly? Because within your mental faculties, if you are separated from others, right? There comes a time whereby your own mind lets you down. You can't even trust your own mind. Of course you can't, because sometimes your own mind is, is what creates these obstacles. Some of them, they're these mental constructs. They're actually not really real. They're illusions, but because your mind is so creative, it, cre it, it comes up with, with these stories to feed into that obstacle, to feed into that illusion, right? To feed into that river that makes you just remain in a state of mental paralysis. So when you're having other people around you, and by other people, I don't, I don't just mean any other people. It's not just about any random person. You need to start having quality over quantity. You know? Quantity, I can say that I know quite a lot of people, right? I mean, I know quite a lot of people. Within my line of work as well, of course I know a lot of people. But in this instance, it's not a case of I know a lot of people, but how many people actually know me, you know, even when I don't know myself. There's, there's always this we, we always say, like, I really know myself that well that whoever comes within my midst, I'm the one who's introducing myself, right? But sometimes other people can even do a better introduction of who you are than what you will have done if you had introduced yourself. My point is that when you go for quality, in terms of the friends that you have, in terms of the cycle that you have, it means that when there's an obstacle and when your own mind is working against you, they can safely identify that. It's not just a case of saying, you know what, calling you out. No, but if it's the right circle of friends, they will safely identify that and they, they, there's always a difference in terms of giving advice, you know. Some people give advice, some people project. Do you have friends that project and do you have friends that actually give advice? So that's important because when you're dealing with an obstruction, when you're dealing with this obstacle, you are in a certain space. And you need to shift from that space. It's a mental space, right? It doesn't help when there's a lot of projection happening. It's a space that for you to move from there, it requires 
love. It requires, by love, it's not just love from the outside, but also self-love. But sometimes we need to be reminded of who exactly we are with love. And that's where the resources of having the necessary and the quality people around you, the quality friends around you, is quite essential. It's paramount to how you observe and treat these obstacles. How you treat and observe them, how you observe and treat them, rather, is connected to how you overcome them. Because remember, when we mentioned about Overcoming being a thing of does the obstacle have power over you or you have power over the obstacle, right? Now, the, the third part, which is the last part at least, we're talking about the plan of action. We are talking about goal setting. So how does this really relate to overcoming obstacles? Firstly, you have identified what exactly it is. We observe that identification is, is important because you, you have this area of context, right? And within that, you can see which resources that you need to tackle this obstacle. Is it an obstacle that is just like short term? Is it an obstacle that is long term? Right. So the last part, which is the plan of action, In what sort of ways do you sit and say, I'm going to decide to do this, right? When it comes to plan of action, the most important thing, or the most important aspect rather, it's how you talk to yourself. Because we are, we are speaking within the arena of mental obstructions. So, the only way, or the first way rather, to deal with that is how you talk to yourself. You can do this exercise where it's in the morning and you're making coffee you're wearing your, your, your beautiful outfit and you just spill a bit of that coffee, you know, you're, you're clumsy a bit, maybe you're almost late and that bit of coffee just, just stains part of your outfit, right? In that moment, just observe how you talk to yourself. That will tell you a lot. 
Look at the words that you use. Identify those words. That will tell you a lot. Is it a case of you just saying, you know what? It's okay. You take a deep breath and then you just go change the outfit. It doesn't matter if this was the new outfit that you you wanted them to see you in, you know. Or you start using every harsh word under the sun. In reference to yourself, by the way. So, identify how you talk to yourself. Because how you talk to yourself is what pierces through this, this cloth of barriers. Or it's like a needle that also sews like, the barrier together to make it even stronger how you talk to yourself. So positive self-talk is quite important in this instance. I will do another episode uh, where I'll, I'll, I'll dive straight into like positive self-talk because that's an, an entire new dimension of, of knowledge within itself. But for the most parts, If you start practicing positive self-talk, right? When you start practicing positive self-talk, when you're faced with a challenge, you don't see it as an obstacle. That positive self-talk will find an opportunity. I know I'm capable. I know I'm worth everything that is good. As much as this situation is like this, or as much as I might have these fears, I'm going to get through it. So within that, that framework, it's not a case of trying to ignore what's happening around you. No, you acknowledge it, but not to give it power. But you acknowledge it for the simple fact that it's there, but you know yourself even more than what this situation is. So you have an upper hand, not the situation having an upper hand on you. That's the power of self-talk, positive self-talk. And that's the power of how we transmute and translate into this this river when we are looking at the river so positive self-talk in that river let's go back to that river when you're there positive self-talk will make you realize how shallow it is and you can just like walk right because as much as the mistakes of your past come in you'll be like these happened at a time where I had this specific mentality in terms of thinking. This is where my growth levels were. But I have improved, right? So why constantly bash yourself 
within the ambits of a timeline where you hadn't experienced as much growth as you have experienced right now, right? If something happened in your past where it's still weighing you down, instead of saying that, you know what, I'm just going to give up, How about you do it like a person who's running a marathon? When they are not running, they will start walking, but they will not start going back towards the starting line. You know, they will continue walking. It doesn't matter like what time they're going to finish that marathon, but they walk forward. If you can adopt such a strategy that whatever is going to come my way, whatever challenge is going to come my way, I'm just going to continue moving forward. No matter how much these winds of life blow, almost about to just knock you down, even if they do, you pick yourself up and you continue walking. In that way, you do not become your own obstacle. Your mind doesn't become your worst enemy. So, this is what I had for you today. And just have some moments of reflection. And um, take time to observe where you want to go, what it is that you want to do, right? And firstly, look at this this arena or this array of, of obstacles or what you think might be obstacles, right? And then look at to what extent are they in, their, in the physicality or within your mental faculties as well? Look at the resources that you have, the friends that you have, the people that you have who support you. After all of that, devise a plan of action that has the first thing on 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 that almost like a banner, you know, like when 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 you are walking with your plan of action, there should just be like this banner written positive self-talk if it's a new tattoo that you're just going to put on your forehead positive self-talk and you see it every time you look into the mirror of course don't do that don't don't get a tattoo like that but you you get my point positive self-talk helps it is what will fuel you towards breaking down these barriers towards getting to your goal, towards progress, towards the next checkpoint. Thank you so much for being here. As you know, growth is no destination, just checkpoints. And I really appreciate you just taking time to be immersed in this checkpoint. And you just being here, paying attention like this, it means so much to me. I'm growing, you are growing, we are growing. So 
Until next time, love and light from the Nitram archives, we always say Silla.